Here's another very little known fact. I'm disappointed that it's never came out in all the interviews that, that Eddie did, but I painted Eddie Van Halen's first professional paint job on his wild, crazy red and white crapola. Yeah? Because yeah. a protege of mine back then went high school friends with him, mm -hmm. and he was bugging me to come up to Pasadena to see his buddy's high school band. It was uh -huh. called Mammoth. I'm not driving to Pasadena from Orange County to see some high school band. Yeah. <laughs> so then he says, uh, my buddy can't afford it. Would you paint his guitar? I've been bragging about you paint his guitar. Mm -hmm. He spray painted his. He yeah. wants one like it. Uh -huh. yeah, bring him down. Little long-haired, skinny kid, don't know from nothing. Didn't recall yeah. the name. You know? So it was all this zigzaggy stuff. And we're all looking at it like, oh, my, like this. Hey, <laughs> that, you know? And he brought his Frankenstein guitar. It looked like a junkyard guitar. You know? mm -hmm. And he wanted it done. It real polite, real quiet, real polite. So we painted it in just a matter of like an hour. You know? Yeah. Zim, zam, boom, done, lacquer, clear coat it, here you go, be careful with it. Yeah. Next thing you know, following year or so, two years, I'm in the grocery store, yeah. and I'm going down with my wife, and I see on the magazine stand, Eddie Van Halen in the rock target. Yeah. With my guitar. Hey, welcome to Car Guy Confessions, brought to you by ARP. I'm Jeff Smith, this is my car buddy Cam Benzi, and car builder Steve Strope, and we're going to tell you some stories. So welcome to another episode of Car Guy Confessions with Jeff Smith. This is going to be out of control. I'm just going to tell you this right <laughs> off the bat. I may not get a word in edgewise. <laughs> this is really going to be fun. So we we planned originally to have Cam Benty over here. That's where he normally sits on this side. Steve Strope sits over here. This is my buddy, Pete Santini. We Long have time. been doing stuff together forever. Mm -hmm. And he brought a mystery guest. Pete's going to introduce him, right? And then that's probably the last word you'll hear from me <laughs> because this is going to be fun. All right. So let's, let's set the stage now. Okay. 1979, I am a wet behind the ears car craft staffer. And um, we used to do this, um, this uh, page in the magazine every month. It was right up the front. It was called High Risers. And this literally was people were calling the magazine and saying, how do I get into High Risers? And the, our answer was always exactly the same. There's one rule. And they said, okay, what is it? Don't ask. Oh, oh. You know, it's like, no. I mean, we have to decide. I mean, if, if you're going to lobby on us, you're not going to make it. So I'm, I'm brand new at the magazine. And they said, well, there's this painter down in, in, in uh, Orange County. And go down and get a picture of him because we want to make him a high riser because he's doing some really cool stuff down there. Okay. We put him in there. And that was the beginning of it. That was it. <laughs> but who was and the high been... riser before that, though? <coughs> oh, was it, would that be our mystery guest? Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is he starting already? I'll turn his freaking mic off right it's now. It's already okay. started. He's a guest. It's That's it. already okay. started. So I want Pete to introduce him because he said, I got to introduce this guy, right? Said, okay, so... Take it away, buddy. <laughs> thank you, my good friend, Jeff. <laughs> First of all, I don't know whether or not to thank you for a 45-year career of going, mm, can I pay the mortgage? What's going to be for dinner this weekend? Do I have gas money? Business. But thank you for doing that for me. We have been good. And I got the infamous white steering wheel yes, that I've been yes. wanting since the 80s. <laughs> so we have to tell that story. Okay, yeah. You okay. tell because you know more about the history okay, of the white okay. steering But this so, is going to be the only word you get in anyway. Th that's so it. Ahead. Then it'll be the last part. So so 1979, I start the magazine. I bring my girlfriend to California with him. Our families are abhorred that we're living together, right? And my father, who by that time had been married three times, was absolutely on my case about it, which was I'm like, but dad. <laughs> anyway, so the deal was we're going to get married in 1980, a year later. So about six, three, four, three, four months before we, we decided to get married in May, I bring my car down to Pete and I said, I want you to paint my car so I have a nice car when I get married. And, and he takes one look at it. So it's a, it's a Marina Blue 66 big block four speed Chevelle, which now has a small block in it. And I'd had a really nice steering wheel. It was one of those wood steering wheels with the, with the steel rim. Well, in Southern California, you fry your hands <laughs> when the car sits outside, right? So I just found this junky old white steering wheel because it had a white interior. I bring the car down to Pete. He says, I'll paint this on one condition. And he was like, oh, oh okay. I didn't know there were conditions. <laughs> he goes, no, there's only one. Get rid of that stupid white steering wheel. So I pulled it off. We did something else. And I kept it all these years. So then just last, just, well, actually, yeah, last year now, mm -hmm. because it was, this is 2022. 
I mounted it on a plaque, and I gave it to him. And it's this old, crusty, nasty, rusty, white steering wheel. Old Grant steering wheel, man. (laughs) And it's hanging in uh, my office as we speak. Yep, very cool, you know. So for the best painter in the world. There's two things that people don't know about Jeff and I. Is notice the correct English used there, Jeff and I, not me and Jeff. Pretty good, huh? And anyway, uh, two things that people don't know. And that one story is the story of the white steering wheel. The second is why I call him Tenwa, and he calls me OH10. He's from Iowa. I'm from Ohio. Now, use your brain. Ohio, OH10. Eyes and O's. Iowa, Tenwa. So now we got other people calling him Tenwa, but they don't know why. But <laughs> they don't know why. Yeah. So anyway. But <laughs> I am used to call the office, and this was back in the days <laughs> when we had secretaries. And she would stick her, her, her head in my door and say, I don't know how to tell you this. I go, okay, what is it? He goes, some guy's on the phone. Go, okay, who is it? He goes, it's OH10. I go, oh, I know who that is. And she looked at me like, what is, was this some kind of code? No, it's very simple. <laughs> but yeah. But so. I, do, I do thank, for, I thank uh, that Saturday afternoon that you came in my parking lot and introduced yourself and did that for me. I, was, I can remember what I was, I was working on my cousin 79 Corvette painting at Pearl Yellow. And, and you at walked the time in. you had a, a, a green 69 fire? 70 and a half, 400, yeah, Pecker yeah. Pearl Lime Green. Okay, and uh, it was a custom mix by R&M for me, yeah. and uh, um, I don't think it, there's been another color named that. So well, yeah. probably not for good so, reason. But anyway, no, I I, had, I, had a, I still am painting. I still have a, a nice career, and due to people like Jeff and publications like Peterson and all those guys and Hot Rod and Carcraft and all of them, so we've had a really nice career and been very blessed yes. with yes. Uh, that that affiliation. And it's really made my business. So, uh, anyway, so that's enough about me. I want to introduce you to a guy that I have known since, well, probably 77, somewhere in there. Uh, he's a fellow Dago. And uh, um, I taught him just about everything he knows. I forgot. Okay, he, 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 he has a portfolio of all my pictures that were in magazines. Okay. And then he had the gall, the gall, even though I was creating all my own work and designs, he had the gall to make friends with Kenny Youngblood and give Kenny room and board just for free renderings and ideas. So, um, but he, he ended up being a, an incredible painter. Uh, he did more stuff for Hot Rod Magazine, more covers, the, the high-end Man, race did. cars. I mean, I admired him. But seriously, right now, I admired him for what he did. And, and, and a lot of it was on his own. Not much, but a lot of it was, okay? But, uh, you know, he still had to do it. So I give him that credit, okay? It's like taking mom's recipe for spaghetti. Okay, you didn't really create it, but you still made the spaghetti, okay? So anyway, but anyway, he's ended up to be a good friend all these years. And he was one of the smart ones that got out of painting probably 35 years ago now. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. and picked up the brush and the artwork and the fine art part of this industry where you can travel with a little fish and tackle box with twelve dollars worth of materials and make a really good living yeah, okay there you go so that's he was smart enough and talented enough to do that so i really admire him seeing the writing on the wall over 30 years ago in this industry and in the state of california and said adios here i come idaho so without further ado uh, my fellow please. dago buddy once whatever guy okay <laughs> mr jeff scazzaro better known as now von dago there you are ladies and gentlemen okay you might not recognize him you got the picture with some hair okay. well they they came in here they, they walked in we had just finished the previous interview and 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 santini goes who is that? And I went, oh, my God. You know, I mean, I'm halfway decent with, I told him, I said, I said, if you, you know, if you had a picture of you next to your car, I might remember. Well, he pulls up the shot of, in front of his shop, and I went, oh, my God. How long has it been? It's been, oh, it has to be over 30 years. Oh, it was 40. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's when, yeah. After you left me, you went to him. I did a lot of paint corrections, okay? <laughs> So I, I flashed back to something while we're sitting here talking. And early, early on, when I became editor, we did a, a painting issue, um, probably in the April issue, I think. And I want to think, well, I, I remember the cover. It, it had like 
I want to say it had six different images of different things, but we had a custom pinstriped panel around it. And I'm thinking that you probably did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We did a lot of painting out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. Before you were editor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Long before that. That was, the kiss, that was that. the kiss of death at Peterson. If your name got on the door, okay, three days later, you were gone. Were gone. Okay. So, <laughs> but I have, I have a Peterson uh, story involving Jeff. Jeff had, okay. like I said, closed his business down, but he still was hanging out and, and he called me up and he goes, hey, man, you got anything for me to do? You know, we'll hang out and I'll do some work for you. I said, yeah. Okay, cool. So he comes over and we're actually putting some graphics on a 914 Porsche. Okay. And we were using lacquers and base coats back then. And so he, you know, I show him the thing and, I, and he puts one color on and he, you know, I, I'm done. I said, what do you mean you're freaking done? He goes, well, we got to put, we can't put tape on it till tomorrow. I go, dude, it's freaking lacquer. It dries in 10 minutes, you know? So and he goes, no, no, no. I, I, you're going to go with me. And I'm going to take you up to Hollywood to Peterson Publications, and I'm going to show you how to get your foot in the door up there. Now, I had already been doing stuff with Jeff and Barry Wiggins from Four Wheel and Off Road and all this, but I said, hey, Jeff, please, oh, help me, my friend. Yeah. You know, you're such my hero, okay? I'm lifting so, my feet off. Yeah, the so, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, we, we jump in the car and we go up there. And now, big, big, big Daddy Scazzaro over here, okay? Now, he's going to take me, he's going to make me a rock star, right? And we go in the publication building, and, you know, and so he was good friends probably after with John Deanna, okay? Okay. So that's a little bit of a story in itself, okay? It, it could be, so, yes. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> I knew so he, before he became so, an editor. Yeah, he was yeah I know you did. So he, he was knocks on Deanna's Johnny door. Yeah. And, and then Hot Rod hired him as with, a staff writer. As, and he had, a, he had a column called yeah. Strictly Stocks. And, yeah. That, yeah, and they hired him because he was a junior stock racer because it was a big deal. Yeah. yeah. And I met him when he was uh, in his magazine career and he was called associate editor or something Yes, like he had that. just started yeah. at Hot Rod. Yeah. yeah. Jim McFarland hired yeah. him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, he knocks on Deanna's office door and, and, and he, pokes his, we, he pokes his head in the door and the secretary's there. Yeah. And he goes, hey, doll, how you doing? <laughs> oh, my God. Right, right, right. And she kind of looks at him like. Who, who the hell is this guy, who is right? this guy? She goes, he, he goes, is, is John here? Mm-hmm. And, and, and she goes, can I ask, tell, ask him who's here? And he goes, mm-hmm. tell him Jessica Zarl's here. <laughs> and all you hear from the back room is, who? Your okay. nose is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> I don't know no Jeff Scazzaro. Who the hell is that? Oh, my God. <laughs> I shouldn't have worn my sandals today. I should have worn my boots. Hey, if that ain't the truth, <laughs> oh. hey, if that ain't the truth, may we have pink hot dogs at $100 today. Okay? <laughs> oh, my. Uh, okay, so you, correct so, me if I'm so wrong. Did make you a rock star? Oh, oh look yeah. at me today. Yeah, there, exactly. you there you That's go. Right. I got yeah, my grandson, Jaden, here. He's, he's still working. his papa, man. He's you know? still working yeah. in retirement years. Thanks yeah, for yeah, no, well, you're, you're living in a motorhome. I live by the beach. So, okay. So... <laughs> And I think the motorhome was rented. I'm not sure. <laughs> Go ahead. Your turn. <laughs> You're doing fine on your own. Go ahead. You're doing fine on your own. This is a roast. No, really, seriously. They probably don't remember that all the really, I'm serious now, the incredible work and the jobs and the high-end people you dealt with. Drop some names and do some stuff. I gave Boyd Coddington his first ISCA entry blank. Really? I used to wow. buff out Boyd's paint jobs when he worked in his two-car garage in Cyprus. That, wow. Uh, I'm proud to say that when I quit my, turn my shop down, you know, mm-hmm. I went to work for McMullen. Okay. As an editor for a while in 80, okay. 82. Yeah. He called me up three months later. Hey, what are you doing? Working for McMullen, blah, blah, blah. You, behind, you belong behind a pink gun, not a typewriter. And I said, oh, man, I love it. I'm nice clothes and expense account and everything. He <laughs> says, well, Jamie Musselman is going to finance me and open up my shop. I'm going to quit Disneyland and open up my shop, and I want you to be my first painter. Yeah, because people don't realize he was a machinist at he Disneyland. He was a machinist at Disneyland. Yeah, before right. he started his business, yeah. yeah. And that's why I, he, I used to buff out his attempts at painting lacquer in right. his garage, right. you know, because he was scared of buffing it out. Uh, so um, he wanted me to be his first painter, and I says, man, thanks, but no thanks. He says, well, think about it. I said, I don't need to think about it, but I'm done. I'm just yeah. tired of painting. So yeah. I believe his first, I think he hired Terry Finch out of Michigan. Okay. I'm not sure. Okay. But then, of course, then the rest is history. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Later on, I see he's on the 
New York stock market. You know, I see the publication. I tell my wife, uh, you think I fucked up? You know? <laughs> and then here, uh, when I moved to Idaho in 92, uh, I get a phone call. I was custom science studio then. Okay. And, uh, and he says, hey, this is Boyd. Hey, boy, how you doing? He goes, what's this? I hear you're in Idaho. Oh, yeah, I'm in Coeur d'Alene. I'm trying to tell how beautiful it is, lakes and God country. Yeah. Oh, speak no more. He goes, I know where it is. Like, really? You know about Coeur d'Alene? Oh, yeah. He goes, I'm an old Idaho farm boy myself. You are? I never knew that. Uh-huh, I didn't you know? either. He invited me down to my next trip, so I, I went down. And uh, here he has a whole city block. You know, he's using a golf cart to go from building to building to building to building. <laughs> Wheels, upholstery, paint, you know, everything. Yeah. And we go up into his office, which was huge. And he leans back in his chair, you know. And I'm over there sitting in that chair. And he says, so he's leaned back. So you think you fucked up? <laughs> I says, it's funny you mention that, boy. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, mention some of the... I mean, you did a lot of famous race cars oh, and a lot funny of, cars and stuff them, like yeah. that, you know? Richard Petty flew me back to his place to repaint his 200th victory car that's now in the Smithsonian. Wow. I was showing your grandson so pictures So the car is in the Smithsonian. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Cool. And I got pictures of me sitting in it and stuff. Yeah. Uh, just hair? a bunch of races. With hair? With hair. Okay, yeah, cool. Hair. And 100 <laughs> pounds good. lighter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, just a, a, lot of, a lot of famous stuff that he yeah. never got a chance to do, you know? <laughs> I was I was I was too busy helping out the middle class. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the twenty uh, fifth anniversary Playmate car from Chicago, Playmate Enterprise, uh-huh. had Youngblood design it, and I painted it. This fifty uh, five oh. Nomad with a Vista Cruiser top that Art Hemsel and Mike Haas originally built. Wow, we painted that. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez, there's just so there's just so many. Just, okay, you, you have know, to understand, uh, his Playmate was really an underwear model for Sears and Row. <laughs> 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 I'm teen, you know, cover cars like Pete said. He he had the same when he yeah. came up yeah. came up through the ranks. Yeah. You know? Have you ever counted up the number of covers that you've been on? Uh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah, it no. has to be. I did. Don't yeah. you think? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we were yeah. so blessed in the '80s and the '90s again that, I mean, there wasn't a time where we couldn't walk through the grocery store and there would be either something in it on it. Or an ad of a car we were involved in. I mean, right. Mar- Marcel knows. Yeah. Uh, so it's been a really ble- There's only been one cover that I ever got in hot water over, and it was with Truck and Magazine. And somebody actually just put it on Facebook again the other day. <laughs> I had a mullet, and it was like down to here, man. I, I look like I look like an Italian cracker. Okay. I mean, so. The trucking to call me up. They go, we got the, the typical girl with the schmuck with the paint on it and the spray gun and the airline setup thing, right? right? But we really think it'd be cool to have you on the other side of the truck looking at her like see if she's doing it correctly, you know? So I go, okay. So I go down and we do the studio shoot and I lean against the truck and I'm looking. I said, so anyway, <clears throat> my son Nikki uh, was probably about 10, 12 years old then. Okay. He's going through the grocery store with my wife. And goes, Mommy, look, there's Daddy on the cover of magazine. And that girl doesn't have any clothes Close on. on. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. Oh, no. So I get home. <laughs> I get home. And my wife is, like, doing that wife thing, you yeah. know, that, that look. That look, yeah. yeah. And then you yeah, say, yeah. is there anything wrong? No, yeah, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. And I go, hey, it wasn't my, it's Jeff Smith. He's the one that got me into <laughs> magazines. It's, it's okay. all Jeff's fault. It's all Jeff's fault. So I had to, you know. I had to kind of explain to her, look, this is the nature of our business. There's girls and cars, yep, okay? Yep, and yep. sometimes beer, okay? Yeah. <laughs> sometimes all three at the same time. But, you know, I said, it, it, it's just the nature of the beast, yeah. okay? I yeah. mean, she has got a schmuck on, yeah. and, but, I mean, nothing's hanging out yeah. for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I, I go, it is what it is. I mean, that's you're living in a house this business is paying for. Yeah. So yeah. it kind of eased it a little bit, Attention you know, came down a little and bit. I told her what an aggravating time I had doing the shoe. You know how I was, understand yeah, how, I was in misery. I was in tears. Okay. <laughs> that I just, I, you know, it's just gone against the grain. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. that was, I got something similar <laughs> back in 74, five did a street chopper. Thing with a model, yeah. real live model. Okay. We used watercolors to paint flowers on uh-huh. her and stuff. And, and I even did it on the black bike, painted mm-hmm. watercolors, flowers, and in the studio taking pictures. We're just fooling around. 
I was painting her, and of course, out of her pubic hair, I painted a, a road with a guy on a <laughs> chopper and stuff, you know, and just fooling around, the guys shooting pictures, I'm laying there posing with her and stuff. <laughs> Three months later, when the magazine comes out, I forget who the editor was, comes to yeah. my shop, lays it on. She's on the cover, the yeah. bike, and hers on the cover, watercolor painter. Mm-hmm. And he goes, turn the page, such and such. It's going to surprise me. I open it up. He put me and her in the center spool doing this. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to explain that to my that was, your, that was your first alimony, wasn't it? <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. So one of the things I like to do is always assemble an engine with ARP bolts, and it's not just because they're sponsors, but because it really does work. Um, and and the stuff is fantastic. I never have to worry about it. Steve, you build building cars too. Yeah, right? uh, actually, it's part of my baseline design plan when I'm building a car that's going to be shown or featured in a magazine it's part of the plan to have that little bit of diamonds all over the engine bay or in the suspension yeah Yeah, the stuff is beautiful i remember uh, a long time ago i built the first time i ever touched it 69z28 all of the uh, water jacket holes had stripped out and i learned about arp studs so check them out at arp-bolts.com or check out their catalog you'll find everything you're looking for there's another very little known fact I'm disappointed that it's never came out in all the interviews that, that Eddie did, but I painted Eddie Van Halen's first professional paint job on his wild, crazy red and white crapola. Yeah? Because yeah. a protege of mine back then went to high school friends with him, mm-hmm. and he was bugging me to come up to Pasadena to see his buddy's high school band. It was uh-huh. called Mammoth. I'm not driving to Pasadena from Orange County to see some high school band. Yeah. <laughs> so then he says, uh, my buddy can't afford it, would you paint his guitar? I've been bragging about you paint his guitar. Mm-hmm. He spray painted his. He yeah. wants one like it. Uh-huh. Yeah, bring him down. A little long-haired, skinny kid, don't know from nothing. Didn't recall yeah. the name. You know? So it's all this zigzaggy stuff. And we're all looking at it like, oh, my, like this. Hey, <laughs> you know? And he brought his Frankenstein guitar. It looked like a junkyard guitar. You know? mm-hmm. And he wanted it done. Real polite, real quiet, real polite. So we painted it in just a matter of like an hour. You know? Yeah. Zim zam boom done lacquer clear coat it here you go be careful with it yeah next thing you know following year or so two years I'm in the grocery store yeah and I'm going down with my wife and I see on the magazine stand Eddie Van Halen in the rock parties yeah my guitar that's my guitar that's the one I painted yeah it wasn't his Frankenstein it was uh-huh. the one that I painted the one you painted one I thought I painted yeah uh-huh. and I'm, I grabbed the, she, my wife goes. Fuck you. <laughs> said, oh, really? This is Jeff's friend. My friend, his name is Jeff, Jeff Shear. Uh-huh. And I said, this is Jeff's friend, his friend from high school. Do you remember me telling you? She don't remember from nothing. And she's right. walking down the aisle, and I'm chasing her down the aisle. <laughs> no, really? I oh, painted geez, that. I painted it. Who would think to take pictures of this crap? Yeah. We've been used yeah. to it for 50 sure. years now. Oh, yeah. That, that famous paint job. All the, all the stuff we don't take pictures right. of. That right. Just, that Who would think to take pictures? Right. I was a kid in high school with yeah. a zigzagging yeah. crap. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Had no rhyme now, or reason. Now, you know? he is the rock star, right? Okay, well, yeah. to top that, <laughs> <laughs> he dealt with Eddie when Eddie was in high school and nobody knew his name. I personally had Michael Anthony come to my shop numerous times <laughs> as I was painting his personal truck in the mid-90s when he was already a rock star. Okay, okay. Now, wait a so, Michael Anthony came to my shop one time in his Corvette and wanted me to do the gold leaf Van Halen logo on his gas cap, and I yeah. couldn't do it lickety-split because you just showed up. Yeah, right, you're, right. you're Michael Anthony. I don't yeah. care who you are. So you dropped everything right? and worked for well, me. Well, right? he got all pissed off with his buddy who brought him, and off they went to his place. <laughs> yeah, but see, I told we you. did. I told num- you this was going to happen. We, we did numerous vehicles after that. Okay, so I think you call that a return customer. Okay. Oh, by the way, did you get concert tickets first row? Oh, I'm sorry, I did. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I got concerts, and I think I got some autographed posters that I actually just kind of gave away. Yeah. Fun stuff. Oh, God. Well, now, I did get Sylvester Stallone's autograph when I pinstriped his limousine. Ooh. And I did do Elizabeth Taylor's yacht, Cleopatra, one of three that she had. Wow. Never met her, never got her autograph. I forgot you were that old. Yacht. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Come you, on, your turn. Let's go. You, name you got, drop like, a, your you got turn. like at least a decade on me, don't you? Yeah, because you're still like when she was in silent movies. Is that correct? Okay, so 
Got it. I knew her when. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm talking about oh, colors and weird. talkies now. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then Jeff, I had to just, I just had to tell him, remind him, because he didn't recognize me. I had to remind him. Oh. You were out at my house doing a cover for Car Crush. <laughs> I, I got pictures of you on a ladder, taking this picture of my a pro street pinto. Okay. Yeah. That was okay. on Night Rider episode. Oh, okay. And you were guess. in my candy apple red go karts at Jeff's place. I got a picture of you, which I you give me your address. I'm going to send it to you. Okay. I still have it in print form. You know, yeah. just just yeah. send a Jeff Smith care of Tenwa. Care of Tenwa. It'll find its It'll way get there. there It'll believe get me. There. Yeah. Well, see, there's yeah. three people here. Got to be him. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun. Me and me and, town is me and very Pico. small. Very. I small. mean, everybody, every woman there is named Aunt B, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay, got it. Okay. There's only like three. <laughs> but see, even you forgot about me when I retired in '82. Oh I mean, well, you know, you know, uh, you know uh, absence of the mind. You know that's what I mean? right. What's that yeah, say? Yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. Right, yep. Exactly. Yep. 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 And, and then, then of course, someday we'll someday we'll really people. know. Why there was really a retirement at early stage of your life like well, that? Well, uh, <laughs> we could tell it how Vinnie. No, Berg, no, I Bergman, wouldn't. I wouldn't even speculate. Vinnie Bergman. Okay. Right? There's no speculations. <laughs> Vinnie Bergman of Color Me Custom fame, fame mm -hmm. burned my shop down. Really? Because oh, he yeah. had came to me and wanted to offer me at the time fifty, sixty thousand a year to run his place. Uh -huh. Call it Jeff's place. He didn't care. Mm -hmm. He just wanted to make money. Yeah. I looked at my little girl's picture on the wall, and I says, I can't. He says, why? I said, because I can't tell that little girl I work for Vinnie Burke. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks later, my shop burns down. Wow. The fire inspector says, pay attention to the first person that calls you. 7.30 in the morning, Sunday morning. <laughs> Vinny, hey, drove by your shop. I see what happened? Right? Wow. And then they caught the kid who lit the match. And he squealed like a little bird because he also burned somebody else's shop. I don't know. With Moreno's or something. I don't know. I think, yeah, I don't remember. And Vinny went to jail for like 18 months in Chino Yikes. Men's Prison for that. Oh, man. Because you know, they caught him. But that, that's when I quit and went to McMullen because McMullen offered me the yeah. job. So, yeah. 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 And then yeah. I moved to Idaho in 92. And you're out of the state. I'm out of the limelight with yeah. you two butt buddies, you know, so <laughs> what the hell, you know. <laughs> and I'm up there doing potato chips. And chops, you know what? You know, we still know. are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I have to say, I am, again, we had mentioned how many covers, and I, it was such a blessing to be in an actual magazine. I mean, I'm sure I'm old now, and I may not be phone literate, internet literate, mm. but I, 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 I just can't look at magazines on my phone. I have, I mean, I miss flipping the pages, yes. marking yeah. the pages, cutting the yeah. pages out for yeah. ideas. I just miss that whole personal relationship. Sounds kind of strange with a magazine. Mm -hmm. I, I miss know? throwing yeah. darts at your picture. Yeah. Really? <laughs> That's what I miss. Well, see, that proves that you were cutting my pictures out then. Okay. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I counted how many covers I was on. Happens to be 45. But, but 45. Is that wow. all? Wow. And I was a high riser in 75. And you were a high riser when? Yeah, it was probably oh. about 79 or 80. 78, yeah. 79, yeah. 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 They know who to put in first. <laughs> yeah. But that, like I said, you got 10, 12 years on me. So, you know, you had a way head start. By the way, what was it like brushing lacquer on back in those days? You know? I mean, doing those Model Ts and rubbing out the brush strokes had to be a pain in the ass, man. I'll tell you, you what, know? I am so old. I used to polish cars with, with uh, baking soda and cornstarch. Baking powder. You know? Baking soda, yeah. And baking corn soda. Yeah, cornstarch. Corn corn right. Yeah. The old wool pads, right? Yeah. And the smoothest sandpaper we had, and you, you can recall, it was 600. 600. Really? And I had a five-gallon bucket with a little dish soap in it, and I insisted it was law. Everybody put their old paper in there, uh -huh. and you could see through it practically. Right. And we had to make our own smooth paper. Paper. Yeah, it was the smoothest yeah. we had. Yeah, and we used wow. to polish everything, not clear everything. Yeah. Polish everything. You yeah. Know? Nowadays, yeah. with what five thousand grit or oh, something. Oh, it's yeah. like notebook paper, man. It's yeah, like really. Charmin or something. <laughs> now, another thing we didn't have. I think the finest tape we had at the beginning was three quarter inch. Really? Did we have? Uh, I don't remember quarter inch uh, and eighth inch tape. And, oh God, I you know, I, I can remember my dad bringing some home. I don't probably in the late sixties and stuff. Yeah. But when my dad was painting and, 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 and I started, I don't really remember any really skinny tape. 
Yeah. And we definitely didn't have yeah. any the upgrade. There was no fine line. Imagine no. doing no flame line. jobs with no. three-quarter-inch tape. Oh, well, you look tape. at some of Watson's old pictures, and it's three-quarter-inch tape. Wow. Yeah. And, wow. Ma- and newspaper. You know? I, no, we so, had quarter-inch so, tape because we did all the vans. Okay. We did the van, van craze, mm-hmm. so we did have quarter-inch and okay. the eighth-inch. Okay. But no fine line, just yeah. masking right. tape. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you did the flame job on my El Camino, uh, this was this was a you know a story that we were going to do in the magazine, and I don't think I've ever told you this story. So we're down there doing it, and you had a template which was very cool, you know. And I, oh, this is great. And you took this, put it on the the left side of the other, or the right side of the, of the car, and then just flipped it over. Yeah, because if you don't so have the skill to match it by hand, <laughs> so sure. you know that's <laughs> called wisdom. That's called not charging customers for ridiculous time. <laughs> and laid this whole thing out. It was wonderful. And he's laying it out, and he's laying the, the colors and everything. And I'm looking at this and just going, this, this isn't very good. <laughs> and, and, but I know enough. I know enough to shut up and not say anything. And then, and then so we got it all laid out. You, you sprayed it. And I'm thinking, I, 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 I mean, I trust you. I've, I've always <laughs> trusted you. I will always trust First you. Mistake. But <laughs> and, and then Stanford came out. Really, and, and did the and did the pinstriping for it, mm-hmm. and it just went boom. How'd it was go? Unbelievable. How'd that go? How'd it, that go? Boom. Okay. It, yeah. A boom. It was because boom. it was green, and I thought he he pulled this green tape. I'm thinking, what are you doing? You're not going to put that on my car, are you? But again, it's like yeah, apple green, <laughs> apple green against it. red, man. It doesn't and, get much better now. And it just yeah. uh, it was uh, it was it was literally it was because I watched him freehand pinstripes the edges mm-hmm. and it just exploded it just it just popped off the car and i went i'm sure glad i didn't say anything <laughs> i know, always, it I always compared, showed my ignorance i always compared you know because i utilized a lot of really incredible pinstripers in my mm-hmm. life i mean i've been fortunate enough to know a lot of them i mean i wish i would have been able to actually you know jeff was already gone yeah we, and, we worked for a little bit for a while but i mean you know because yeah. jeff's artwork and pinstriping seriously is over the top it's yeah. unbelievable but uh, I've always compared pinstriping to you buy a, a, an amazing oil painting, but you put the frame, frame. on it and then you hang it over the mantle yeah. and yeah. that frame just makes it. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. Well, I analogize it to people like shoelaces on a shoe. Okay. Buttons on a shirt. I mean, uh-huh. it just finishes it off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was yeah. so magical. I mean, I've, I'm, I don't have these guys' talent, you know, for that kind of stuff. So I just trust that they know what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, but I can't build a big block, small block Chevy either. So, you know. and so I can't spell and it was worth just, crap. It was just so amazing to watch this thing transform while Steve is laying those, those lines out. It's just amazing. So, yeah, that, but that, you you come so, to the shop and I go, Jeff, my, my kid's three fifty. It's not working. And you go over and just kind of like lay your hands <laughs> over the top of it. Okay, number one cylinder. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm feeling it. And then wait, okay, one of the one of the cams are flat. Okay, okay. So we all have our thing, yeah, okay? Exactly. So yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So But you know what's really great stuff. is that the old timers, even like meeting you again after all these Yeah, yes. The laughter, the memories, me oh, and yeah. Pete, the laughter, the teasing, the respect. It's yep. just it's awesome. Yep. Absolutely awesome. Yep. You, yep. Know? you know, when you come to this show in particular, this is the only car show that I actually come to as a spectator. And Jade, my, my grandson, has never seen the show. We've been expecting to spend all day looking at nine beautiful buildings of cars. Yeah. And so far we made five and half of four. Okay, we're <laughs> building, still, building we're five still, and half of building four. Yeah, so yeah, we're still going to do this today. Because I don't want him to go home and he tells us, you know, my son is dead. Uh, I just watch Papa talk all day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I have so. a, fr- a friend who refuses to come to the show with me yeah. anymore because yeah. we get about but, 20 but feet. See, he can't get too mad at me because we just spent this week, besides making a whole lot of money painting the pedal car that they're going to give away or uh-huh. raffle off, yeah. I painted his tank to his, uh, what year is that thing? 74 70, Honda 550 that he's restoring. Ah, cool. And I did the candy tangerine with the black. And, and so I did that in three days along ah. with the pedal car. So that was ah. my real prosperous week okay hey, so, uh, so, so he so, can't get mad at me too much for watching me talk hey, all day plus he meets your idol and yeah, he, he, meets, meets, your idol? he meets my mentor okay right. and i buy him a hundred dollars well, excuse me he, me he meets my mentor. four hot dogs four hot dogs four hot dogs. welcome to california four hot dogs four fries and four waters ladies and gentlemen you ready for this in missouri and illinois and ohio a hundred and ten dollars okay so and it's not grass-fed okay and yeah. we don't even think it's 
beef. <laughs> so, and it was my turn too. You know? <laughs> so, so like I know that you've done, you know, probably dozens of SEMA cars. Is there a, is there a particular mad thrash SEMA finished deal story that's kind of fun? Uh, you know what? I don't think any of them are well, fun. Marcel, actually, again, at the time, he, they Marcel knows because one of his best friends worked for me back in the '90s, especially mm-hmm. when we were doing heavy, heavy scene. There was one year we were involved with 29 vehicles for SEMA in 40 days, okay? I had guys come into my shop at 3 o'clock in the morning. I mean, they'd be walking down the street, you know, and, hey, hey, come here. (laughs) Want some pizza? What can you do, you know? So Can uh, can you sand? Yeah, there were times where it was picking and saying, and and, and it finally got to the point where I guess it takes a while for some of us, even though we get old, we don't get wise, okay? And there was a point where, okay, for now on, I'm getting paid when it gets picked up. I don't care if you're General Motors, Ford, Chrysler, Krager Wheels, whatever. I don't care who you are, okay? And we're not doing this 4 o'clock in the morning crap anymore. Yeah. So it ain't worth yeah. it. Because at the end of the month of SEMA, oh, you look at you your stock wrecked. room. It, yeah. is, it is completely empty. Blown up. There yep. was wasted razor blades and tape all over your shop. Half the stuff is missing because you don't know the guys that were working there. Right. And it, it's just, a th- and now you're waiting for your money. So you got to carry a month, two months, three months, whatever. Yeah. You know. yeah. So anyway, um, you know, it, there's been thrashes the whole time. But I, again, we were blessed. We had a really, we still do have a really, we did a Ford Mustang last year for Ford uh-huh. uh, for Keith Urban, okay. the country guy. And uh, uh, I, I know you did Van Halen, but I did <laughs> Keith Urban. Uh, but anyway, uh, um, and so, my guy's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. No, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay. But anyway, so we, we did that for Ford this year, and it was it was quite a challenge uh, because it was an all Taiwan built. I won't mention the company, okay. body, yeah. and parts, yeah. and moldings, yeah. and rubber, mm. and clips, mm. and everything else. And stuff that just and, didn't fit. And, oh, didn't fit is not even a statement there, man. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, so we did that. But we've kind of last five years backed out of the same thing because it really ended up not being. And it's such kind of a, it almost isn't worth it anymore. I mean, you, you go in there as a manual laborer, the painter, the, the upholstery guy, the engine builder, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't get squat. It, it's a manufacturing show. Yeah. If you have something you can actually box up and ship out because mm-hmm. a guy saw your car at SEMA, that's one thing. But you can't ship out paint jobs or pinstriping yeah. right. or lettering or upholstery jobs. So, right. you know, it took me 30 years to finally go, okay, let's bring it down a couple notches yeah. and... We'd like to introduce you to a new sponsor of ours. This is InTheGarageMedia.com. Some friends of ours that were in the print magazine business before and now started their own books. we got All Chevy Performance, Classic Truck Performance, and Modern Rotting. Yeah, these are awesome books. They've got uh, lots of uh, educational and entertainment things in them. And they're even good enough quality to include Steve Strope quality maybe, vehicles. Maybe. Uh, he's <laughs> we'll working see if up I'm to allowed it. in there. Right. I don't know. So in the garage media, InTheGarageMedia.com. Check them out. Check them out. Get your subscription, sit and read it. And with ARP, it's not just a lot of intake manifolds, uh, studs for heads, right. but they also have a humongous selection of American and metric that we use all throughout the car, even large bolts that we use on the suspension components because you want that same strength, that same durability and reliability plus the beautiful looks and, the and stuff outside the catalog right they have a special order program where if you're if you're a builder and you need some special stuff made they can do that for you so it's an amazing amazing company to work with so check them out at arp-bolts.com or check out their catalog you'll find everything you're looking for but but that's where the notoriety comes from right well so, you know so what that, I, that was that was in the beginning that was important towards the end not so much well yeah. again though the notoriety to me was the, was the press yeah okay not it wasn't even the car shows like the rg canning days i mm-hmm. mean that was nice but you, you got a couple thousand people to go through it in a week and that's it you talk about hot rod magazine yeah okay how many thousands are you reaching in a month right oh, well it, it, at hot rods um uh zenith at its pinnacle we were a, a million circulation okay a million so paid circulation. i'm getting a million viewers a month yeah. with one Jeff Smith photograph, yeah. Yeah. you know. And by the way, there's only two guys that 
really could capture the pure color of the car, the real <laughs> color. And they both had the last name Smith. <laughs> one of them was Jeff Smith, and one was R.K. Smith. Yep. R.K. is really, really good. Yeah. R.K. Yeah. did the first article magazine on me in 1973. Really? Yeah. Really? He was the first one on R.K. Yeah. took a picture of my Pecker Green Firebird, yeah. and it looked like Pecker Green <laughs> when it got printed, man. So. And, that, and that's difficult because what you don't know is when they're printing, is that we ran into this all the time, that they would color balance the issue for the advertisings from that from that sequence of, of pages. So a lot of times it would be like, what happened to this? Well, we color balance for the ad and we don't care what happens to the editorial. And it's like, so a lot of times it wouldn't come out nice it right. wasn't because we didn't do anything right. It was, it was printing issues or stuff like that. And that was oftentimes not, we weren't, had no oh, control the, over the that. The last couple of years of actual press, mm -hmm. I mean, now there's a couple more magazines out now, but I mean, the last few years of certain rod magazines, yeah. It, the covers were so brutal. Yeah. It looked like you took it with an Instamatic or a Polaroid. I mean, you're just going, holy smokes, man, that, that's a $200,000 build. And that yeah. car, there's yeah. no reflection. There's no shine. I don't even know what wheels are on this car. I can't tell. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's coming back, though. We just did an interview with Brian Brennan from oh, Modern great. Modern. I saw Brian last night. That's cool. And Brian's doing a really good job, he and Nick, with uh, All Should Be Books. So, right yeah. On. And they're, we talked about a little bit about that, but the paper is so much better now. They're spending the money on good. that kind of stuff, and it really looks good. Well, I think so. Steve Coonan kind of kind of oh, wet oh, yes. his feet first yes. with, okay, it's going to cost me money and it's yep. going to cost you from a magazine, yes. but you are going to enjoy it. It's, it's like yeah. buying a good pair of shoes, okay? You're going to be able to walk a lot longer in these without yep. going, I, yep. I can't go another step. It's worth, okay. Steve it's did, worth the Steve extra bucks. Steve did a great job yeah. with this book. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of Fantastic. Steve Coon, yeah, I was his cherry in the journalism world. <laughs> really? I think I, he either worked for Carcraft or Hotline. Well, he worked for Peterson. Yeah. I was his first assignment. Really? Yeah. Really? That's when he was actually writing the, all the articles out because they well, didn't sure. have any kind of typing oh, yeah, yeah, device yeah, yeah, back yeah, then, exactly, did they? Exactly. Okay, yeah. Stone chisels. Yeah, they were stone chiseling. Yeah. <laughs> see, that's the thing. Yeah. But a lot of people don't, don't, just don't know about my career. Yeah. Know, that there's just little teeny little tidbits. Yeah, Because you know, yeah. you know. back, back in that beginning time, we were still typing stories out on typewriters, mm -hmm. electric typewriters. Yeah. yeah. Which you seems... Wholly archaic now, but but yet that's how well, we were you doing. guys were using two and a quarter, two and a quarters back then too, which I still believe takes some of the best. <coughs> oh, pictures absolutely, because you're out there, so much right? larger. Okay, sure. yeah, you know. yeah, exactly. But I remember at trucking, and I helped a couple guys get jobs there, and, and basically it was like, you know, here here's a here's a electronic camera, whatever they called them back then. Yeah, yeah, and it was like, yeah. just go take some pictures. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, and yeah. do an article. Yeah, okay. So well, we anyway. you know. Part of it is, too, is not, not to bag on the current generation of magazines, but, but we had real budgets back then, yeah. too. And Peterson oh. gave us money to do some things that they just don't have the budgets for oh, now. Barry, so Barry, words, Wiggins, uh, Barry Wiggins uh, from Four Wheel and Off-Road <laughs> had a lunch budget, believe me. Okay, we, we, he would, we would do some, some pick and forerunner or something like that, you know? Yeah, and yeah. he would come down, it would be like a simple two-tone graphic, whatever it was uh -huh. like. Man, we got to stretch this in about a two-week project. I mean, every day, Alcapulco, <laughs> margarita, and then it would be, I'll just come back tomorrow and we'll, we'll do some more. It's like, we ate good back then, man. Mr. Peterson, thank you. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, Jeff, it, in other words, Peterson, Peterson era mm -hmm. was, was better to work for than the corporate, when the corporate conglomerates yes. were starting to buy. And, and you know, the sad part is, the answer, the quick answer is yes. The, the sad part is we didn't really, uh, we didn't really know how good it was right. until it, it's the classic deal where you don't know what you have until right. you don't have it anymore. Right. And, and working for a company where it was wholly owned by one man. Now there were some rules that we had to follow that the corporate rules, the corporate things later changed and made it easier. But, but there were so many more other things where he really took care of us. And, right. um, um, Oh yeah. So, he was great. so yes, yeah. he was wonderful, wonderful yeah. boss to work for. And the whole situation there was, was just spectacular. And what he did, what, why he was so successful, was because he learned very early on at the beginning, I hire enthusiasts, the kind of people we're, you know, I'm surrounding myself with till, to this day. You, you surround yourself with enthusiasts, they will work really hard and they will give you everything because 
because they're enthusiasts, not because you're paying them whatever you're paying them. Like Gray Baskerville. Yes, Gray right. Baskerville was just, you know, a dyed-in-the-wool enthusiast. And we just had, we did a little piece on Marlon. We just lost Marlon a couple of weeks really? ago. Really? Yeah, Marlon I remember away. when he first started. Yeah, 77. Yeah, I yeah, remember when he as first a staffer. started. So we did a little piece with for him as a memorial because um, he started two years before I did. And then he was yeah. at the end when they finally let him go um, because they've changed the company so much. Um, that he, I think he was the longest continuous employee. If you go back to Peterson, even though there were guys that worked for Mr. Peterson from like 1950 in through the 70s, uh, Marlon was actually longer than that. Pat it was Broiler. Uh, Pat Broiler had been there forever, right? Right. But I think at the end, Marlon was had the longest continuous employment with what was Peterson, if you count all the way through all wow. the companies. So I didn't mention that in that deal, which is very important. So. Um, but that was it. We were enthusiasts. And, and, and then the beauty of that was that we went out to shops like your guys' place and engine places and everything else and made friends with all these guys. And, and it's like you become lifetime friends and, and pick it up after 40 years. You know, it's like, wow, this is really fun. Yeah. So it's, it's, it, it, I, we are blessed. We well, are this, this is a smaller industry than people think. You come to Seaman, you come to the Grand yeah. National Show, and, and, all the, and you go, oh, my gosh, this is the world. We're really nothing compared to the medical field, compared to this, compared to that. And, and, and so in this industry, you're, you're saying how we all kind of, it's kind of like that old Kevin Bacon thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. six degrees of separation. You know, Jeff yeah. Smith, okay, well, he shot my car's brother thing, and it's Jeff Smith. Yeah. So <laughs> you have to be careful about having ill-feeling feelings about a fellow in, uh, uh, right. person in this industry. Yeah. And, and, and things, it is will so get, small. things will get back to you. Yes. And if you're going to be an a-hole, yeah. okay, and Not you're going to be sarcastic, and you're going to start bagging other people, then you know what? You, you're going to hurt yourself big time. Yeah. Now, yeah. ironically... Even back in Jeff's days and my days, you know, our car clubs were putting us. Yeah. We, we, we admired each other. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. our car clubs were putting us against each other. And then later, later in my life, you know, there was an amazing painter that he knows, Dick Vale. Uh -huh. And Dick was a good friend. We became good friends. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, he passed away years ago. And, and, but he was second to Bill Carter, okay? And, 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 and we would go again, go to car shows, and my truck people would... You know, and his truck people would have their trucks across from mine. And your painter's an a-hole in his yeah. painter. And Dick Vale was better than Santini. And, Santini. and it's like, so one day, I, 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 and Dick's shop was only like two, three miles from my shop. Yeah. So one day, about 5.30, I take this old covered primer gun, and I drive over to his shop. And, and, and you have to understand, Dick's shop made my shop look like a hospital. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> you know, the booth doors wouldn't even close <laughs> at Dick's shop, okay? But anyway, so I go in there, and he's by himself, and he hears somebody come in, which is me, and he goes, I'll be with you in a minute. What can I do for you? And I said, I'm looking for work. <laughs> and so he goes, okay, what do you do? And I grab my old primer gun, and I hold it in front of me. He walks around the corner, and he recognizes me. He goes, you SOB. <laughs> and I go, hi, Dick. And I mean, at that point, we became... Very good friends. Uh -huh. I mean, I still have an emptiness in my heart with yeah. them being gone. Yeah. And, and we became good friends. And it was so good. It was a good relationship because, you know, all of a sudden painter, you know, uh, customers would basically in our area go to Dick or go to me. And it was like he'd call me. I'm going, hey, some guy just came, some high roller just came by with a sand rail. Guy's an A. Okay, I quoted him 4500 so hit him hood. And so or I would get a guy that came in and tried to scam the shop, you know, yeah. uh, you know, and I'd say, watch out for this guy with this Corvette. He yeah. might be coming in. He doesn't pay the bill, blah, 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 blah. So yeah. it worked out really, really good yeah. for both of them. And what was really kind of funny was I'd be sitting in his office, and I'd be looking at all his magazine articles and posts, and I'd go, I got a picture of that car. I got a picture of that. Yeah. I got I got all those pic I got more pictures than you do of your work in my <laughs> cheat work. in my yeah. in, in my cheat book, right? Yeah. And yeah. he goes, ah, there's <laughs> your picture. You know, so it was like perfect, you know. Yeah. And and yeah. I did the same thing with Jeff Stuff. Sure. I mean, because sure. you know, Jeff I, I, I think all of us know that, you know, first there was Watson. Okay. Mm -hmm. He was our hero. Yeah. And then Carter, and then basically off of Carter we all just took Spun the off. blends yeah. and the yeah. butterscotch blends and the tequila, yeah. tequila sunrise blends and the magentas and the candy blues and all that clean linear work you know uh we were talking jeff and i were talking earlier 
you could take a Carter job from the 70s and put it in this show today, and you know what? And people would be it impressed. It still works. Yes. Okay? Yes. We're not talking about skulls yep. and tribals and stencil work and texture. Guys today are getting way over textured. Everything's got to have patterns and textures, every, every color. No, you know what? Do a little thumbprint or do a little fish scale, but it doesn't have to be every color, man, you know? Yeah. And so that's why I admire about Billy's stuff and his stuff and, and Dick's and Baca and Billy B. Mm. There's a lot of heroes in my life that just 25, 30-year-old paint schemes yep. can still work. Yep, well, absolutely. that's like on Hot Rod's cover a month or so ago, the silver Chevelle with black and red yeah. and yellow. Yeah. I painted that originally. Really? The guy still owns it. Uh huh. We went out to lunch a few weeks ago. Okay. <clears throat> and they did it as like a barn find. Oh, the 65. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. It still has my original paint job on it. I got a picture <laughs> on my phone because I visited him last year out of this place. Excellent. And I opened up the door and it's got the stripes in the door jams, sure. both door jams, front and back. Yeah. yeah. With the striping and oh, gold leaf striping. Sucks. And I'm saying, <laughs> these kids today are like, you know, take up the door jams and like, hold my beer. I was doing this before you were born. Right. And then, so what, when we went out to lunch with Mark Abbott, that's who owned it. Yeah. Uh, I says, hey, Mark, what did I charge you for that car? This was in, like, 76. Mm. He said, $1,500, <laughs> and I had to take a loan out then because <laughs> he was only in high school yeah. back then. Yeah, okay? yeah, And it was really cool about that car is because his grandfather bought it originally. Really? Gave it to him. He's the second owner. Has oh, had it ever since. That's fantastic. Still owns it. Still, still owns it. it. Yeah. It's yeah. a pro street. You know yeah. the car. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of door jams, Marcel knows. <laughs> It's a pathetic world, okay? <laughs> it is an evil world of doing door jams. That's why I admire lowrider painters. Yeah. Those guys are heroes. But I have a quick door jam story, and then I got to go because my union said, uh, I, 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 I'm over time, and You're you guys time, aren't, you guys aren't okay. paying, okay? <laughs> We're doing this for free, by the way, okay? So, uh, Which is rare for either one of us, by the way. <laughs> But anyway, back at again in the 90s when we were doing a lot of trucks, there was a company called Trends Manufacturing, uh, Doug DeBerti. Yeah. And I did all of his rigs, all of his crew cabs. All his, anyway, he when loved turquoise and magenta and black. That was his favorite colors. So he brings me this brand-new Suburban at the time, and I do my typical graphic thing on the side, and I run the graphics through one door jam, okay? And, and, so, and he sends his, his guys down to pick it up. He was all the way in Bakersfield, and we're in Westminster. And so he, he sends us, yeah, Marcel's got a, no, no, it's not that one. It was the actual Suburban, the black Suburban. Okay. And uh, so anyway, he sends the guys, and they drive all the way back. So I get this phone call like three hours later. It's like, yeah. dude, what the hell's up? And I go, what's the matter? He goes, you, you only ran the graphics through one door jam. I said, how many doors do you open at a show? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and yeah. he goes, are you kidding me? I go, no. <laughs> no. Just open the one door. You know what Vinny Bergman would say? Oh, you wanted the other door. <laughs> oh, that's another $500. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when the Chevelle came out, and I kind of known that Pete had done this little trick on Doug. I walked up to Doug and I said, let me check out your, and I knew that it was the passenger side that didn't have the graphics running. So I said, dude, did Pete run through the, through the door? He goes, no, 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 don't open that door. <laughs> don't open that door. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't push the red button. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we I want to take my son, my grandson, to see the rest of the show. Okay. We've been here since nine. I Excellent. love doing this. I will do this anytime you guys invite me back. Okay. And maybe just bust through the door when you don't invite me anyway. <laughs> there you go. Hopefully when it's somebody big time like Troy Ladd and Steve <laughs> Strope, okay, where I could really like to interrupt them, okay? So. How's your lunch budget? You know what? I think, you know, besides, I, I think if we can get Jeff come back one more time, we can go. do better than that yeah. pizza, okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this has been a lot of fun. We're at the Grand National Roaster Show. Uh, this was completely unexpected to see this gentleman after all these years. This was really a treat. So uh, we're at the Grand National Roaster Show. We're having a great time. I hope you enjoyed this. This has been a lot of fun. My, pe my buddy Pete Santini, we've known each other way too long. And the guy he forgot. <laughs> <laughs>